Hi guys, welcome to today's vlog, and on today's episode I'm going to come in with a crochet tutorial. I haven't done one of these in a while. This is going to be a very quick and very easy project that's really easy to customize and simplify and make it as complex or as simple as you want. And today I will be showing you guys how to crochet a nose warmer. Now I will be adding pom-poms and a bell to mine. You don't have to add the pom-poms and a bell. You can. I will be going through how to create the pom-poms. I will be going through how to connect them and how to connect the bell. And you can also add whatever else you want to add or you can just leave it plain. So I hope that you enjoy this tutorial on how to make a nose warmer. It's something that's really cool and really great for those winter months when your nose is cold. I know I'm really excited to make them for people in my life, whether they wear them or not. And I'm definitely planning on wearing mine in the winter when I'm at the barn and I'm riding. So let's get started on how to make this nose warmer. Alright, so let's go through a list of what you will need to create this nose warmer. So what you'll need is a worsted weight yarn, any color. I'm using pink. You will need a four millimeters crochet hook. I have it one here. You will need scissors. A yarn needle is optional, but recommended. A stitch marker is optional, but recommended. And then if you want to make the pom-poms, you'll need a different color of yarn for the pom-poms if you want the pom-poms to be a different color. I don't, I'm okay with them being pink, so I'm gonna just use the pink yarn. You'll need a pom-pom maker or some other way to make a pom-pom. I will be showing you guys how to use a pom-pom maker. So unfortunately, if you don't have a pom-pom maker and wish to make them another way, I won't be able to help with that. And you'll need a bell if you want to put a bell on it. And then anything else that you want to put on it that I didn't list, that maybe I'm not using or I didn't think of, you will need. A row counter or a measuring tape is optional too. I'm not going to be using one because it is, I believe, about 10 rows, so I can just keep track um, in my head. Plus, I will be going row by row for this tutorial, so it'll be easier to keep track of that way. So gather up all your materials, and when you have them and you're in a comfortable spot, let's get ready. Alrighty, so the first thing that you want to do is make a knot on your crochet hook. So what you're going to do is pick up the strand of yarn coming from the end of your ball. It's called your working yarn. You're going to hold it in your left hand a few inches from the end where it is, like, you'll feel the ball and then your yarn coming out of it, you wanna pull a fair amount of it out before you start so that you have some room. And then you're going to feel to the end of that yarn 
where there's just the end and you're going to go a few inches into that end with your right hand you're going to or with your left hand sorry you're going to grab the tail with your right hand loop it around two fingers now with your left hand you'll feel that little piece of tail you want to pull it so that it tightens around the two fingers of your right hand then with your left hand push that tail onto your right thumb pinch it using your right thumb and the finger beside your thumb i don't know the name of it and transfer that little knot onto your left hand and then you're going to pull it tight and you want a few inches so that you have room to weave in your ends you don't want it too long but you don't want it too short and now what you're going to do is you're going to slip that knot off of your left finger and onto your crochet hook with the tail pointing towards the back of the hook and the yarn connecting to the yarn ball pointing towards the front of the hook you're going to tighten that knot up enough that it is snug but not enough that it's stuck on there and now you're going to start chaining to make your magic circle so what you want to do is take the yarn and hold it in your left hand and loop it over the hook and sort of pinch it at the end of the hook between your thumb and the finger beside your thumb on your left hand now with your right hand you want to take that loop on your hook and pull it over the top of your hook so it's over that loop it goes over the loop that's at the front and you've just made not your first chain but you've made a loop so now you're going to make your first chain so you're going to again take the yarn between your finger that's beside your thumb and your thumb you're going to loop it over the hook have it touch the end of the hook take the yarn the loop on the hook that is it's a loop hold it between your thumb and your index finger i think it's your index finger i don't know the finger beside your thumb maybe your index maybe your pointer i have no idea that one thumb and the finger beside your thumb and you're going to take it and pull that loop over the hook so now you've made your first chain you're going to do that process again take this the take the yarn put it loop it over the hook so it touches the end of the hook take the loop pull it off so that's chain two that's two chains made and now you're going to do it a third time for your final chain so take the yarn put it over your hook and pull the other loop over that now what you want to do is feel where your first knot was so you want to take that loop where your first knot is it might be sticking out on yours depending on how loose you made it and you're going to put it over the hook and tighten it up there you go and you're going to again wrap the yarn around your hook put the yarn so it touches the end of your hook and now you're going to grab those two loops and pull them over the hook and now you want your yarn tail pointing towards the left this is really important do not have it point towards the right uh it will end badly your circle will not work i found that out the hard way 
And now what you're going to do, loop the yarn over your hook again and pull that loop that's on your hook over the hook and off. Now you've made another chain. And now what you're going to do is you're going to start working into that little, it looks like a knot that you made when you did, when you made a circle and you pulled the bottom loop over. So again, you want to take your hook and feel that loop where the yarn tail is to the left and you're going to stick your hook in that loop so you'll feel two loops on the top of your hook and then the loop that was already on there. So what you're going to do when you have your two loops on there, you're going to take your working yarn again, loop it over the hook like normal, pull those two loops over, and you'll still have two loops on your hook. That is that is okay. What you're going to then do now, if you're using a stitch marker, I recommend this because you are going in a circle and you're not joining, you're just continuously crocheting. What you're going to want to do is put the stitch marker on both of those loops, close it. You can use a safety pin or something else if you don't have a stitch marker. And you're going to tighten your loops if they need to be tightened, just a little bit. You want them snug. Take your wrapping yarn. Once again, wrap it around the hook. Touch the end of the hook with the yarn. Hold it there. And pull off those two loops that are on your hook. And that's your first single crochet made. This is row one. So next, you're going to, again, take the loop that has the yarn attached to it. The yarn will be on the left. And you're going to put the hook, once again, through the loop. You'll feel like you have two loops on your hook, and that's okay. And what you want to do is take your yarn, wrap it around the hook again, Pull those two loops off and over. Wrap your yarn again around your hook. And pull those two loops off and over. Now things will change. Um, basically, you're working into the stitch. That's why I say you have two loops. It does feel like you have two loops. You really only have the one. And now what you're going to do is do your third single crochet. So once again, go into those two loops on the bottom. It's not two loops, but it will feel like two loops if you've never crocheted before. You'll be thinking you have two loops. That is just, it's basically you're going into the circle. And it that's what your stitches are going to feel like too, that you have two loops. So that's why I'm saying two loops. And now what you're going to do, again, wrap your yarn around your hook. Pull that over. Wrap again and pull those two loops over to make your third single crochet. Now that yarn tail, what you're going to do is pull it as snug as you can so it closes the hole in the center. And now what you're going to do is connect, is you're going to do some in, an, an increase. So what you want to do is feel where your stitch marker is. It should be when you close the hole, 
the yarn tail will still be on the left and your stitch marker with the stitches um, should also be on the left because you will be joining into it. So you're going to put your hook through the stitches I do the stitch with a stitch marker. You're going to wrap your yarn, pull that yarn through the stitch with the stitch marker, and you're going to wrap it again, pull those two loops off. Now you can, if you feel more safer, put the stitch marker on now. I won't be doing that. I will personally be waiting until I get done the second one so I can find that stitch again. So again, what you're going to do is go into that second stitch. You're making an increase. You're going to increase, go into the, each stitch twice to make six stitches for row two. So you're going to pull that same stitch off over the yarn that you've wrapped. You're going to wrap your yarn again. And this time you're going to wrap your yarn again and pull and two stitches have been made. And what you're gonna do, if you're like me and you didn't take off, and you took off your stitch marker, going to find that stitch again and uh, poke your marker through and connect it. And now what you're going to do is you're going to feel for your next two stitches, which are easy to find. They will feel like the loops, the loop that you were going into for the circle. And again, you're going to put your hook through that loop, wrap the yarn around the hook, and have it going from the piece you're crocheting, sort of making a bridge across the bottom of the hook. So you're going to hold the bottom of the hook with your two fingers, you're going to take that stitch and pull that loop off the hook. Now you have two loops on your hook, you're going to wrap the yarn around your hook again and pull those two loops off and now you have a stitch made. Now you're going to go into that same stitch again that you were just in. I know this seems very uh, counterproductive, but I do promise you it's not once you get these increases done. It's a really small area to work in. And again, wrap and pull. So now you'll have four stitches. And then you're going to go to your final stitch. And you're going to do your two stitches in that stitch again. So wrap the yarn, pull it off, wrap the yarn, pull your two loops over. And that's called a single crochet. So from now on, I'm going to say single crochet. I will review that stitch one more time. Go into the, into the loop with your hook. Um, take your working yarn, wrap it around the hook. So it has a little bridge from what you're making to the end of your hook. Pull the loop on your hook closest to the loop that you just wrapped off. 
you'll have two loops on your hook and pull it them up and over and that is how you do a single crochet and what you want to do is just do your stitch count very quickly to make sure that you do have six stitches it's very easy to accidentally have more or less than you should I've done it before and now what you're going to do is again join your um, your stitch put push the hook through the first stitch and give yourself a really big hug right now or get somebody to give you a really big hug because you have made it through the hardest part of this nose warmer. All right, so for row three, it's going to be an easy row and all you're going to do is single crochet in each stitch around so you'll still have six stitches by the time that you're done your row, you're not increasing and you're not decreasing. So get ready and get starting started on your single crochet stitches. Again, that stitch marker definitely is very, very, very helpful uh, to tell you where your first stitch is in the project. And what you'll notice is as you crochet into the stitches, it gets easier and easier to feel where your stitches are. Your increased stitches, you may notice they feel a little bit smaller than the stitches that were first there that you crocheted into now two times. And that is normal, at least for all, anything I make, it happens in. Um, I have no idea why it does that, it just does. And be really careful when you're feeling for your stitches that you get the stitch that's not connected to the stitch, to the loop that's on um, your hook. You'll feel a slight connection. You don't want that one unless you're doing an increase. So you're going to keep going around. And it sometimes helps when you're first starting out if you count how many stitches you've done. So if I count right now, one, two, three. So that I should have three more stitches to do. And it helps sometimes if you go around and you feel your next stitch. So stitch four, five, and six. And you're, you can say, okay, I'm on track. So you're going to go to stitch four. Pull off. And it doesn't hurt to go slowly if you're unsure. Because this is such a small piece, the smaller, the, the less mistakes you have, the slower you go, the better it is. Um, if it was something where it didn't really matter, that would be okay. But because this is a very small piece and the nose is really small, Mistakes are going to be very hard to disguise unless, obviously, it's you're good enough where you can advance and fix it. But if you can't, then it's going to definitely be 
a struggle. Alright, so now that you've done all six, and it might not feel like six, you might feel like you have extra stitches, but trust me, you don't. Again, you're going to slip your hook through the stitch and go on to row four and take a drink of water or a drink of tea and congratulate yourself. You're, you're doing really well. All right, so for row four, it's a little bit more challenging, but nothing we can't handle. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to single crochet twice in the first stitch, once in the second stitch, and repeat that pattern. And you'll, by the end of your row, have a total of nine stitches. And again, it helps with that stitch marker to know where your first stitch is. And it will also help you do your first increase. So you're going to do first stitch is going to have two single crochets in it. Your second stitch is going to have one single crochet in it. So if this helps, you can count. So you now have three stitches. Your third stitch is going to have two single crochet in it. So you'll have, you've just done your fourth stitch, even though you're in your third because you have your increases, you've just done your fourth stitch. And now you're going to do your fifth stitch in that same stitch that you've just worked into. Your fourth stitch is going to be stitch number six. And that only has one in it. Your fifth stitch is going to house stitches seven and eight. stitch number seven was there. I like this. It's really looking cute. And if you're confused, you can just do a quick count to make sure you should be where you should be. And now your last stitch, which would be your sixth stitch, is going to be stitch number nine. And that is only going to have one little single crochet. Now you know the drill. The drill is going to be take your hook and put it through that stitch with the stitch marker on it to join your work. And that will be the next stitch you work into. All right, so for row number five, you're going to just single crochet in all nine stitches. 
around. So that's easy. You don't have to do any increases. Uh, your stitch marker, again, will come in handy. And it is a good idea to keep count of your stitches so you don't accidentally increase or you don't skip a stitch. And it's small enough that you can easily count as you go. And it's not going to slow you down at all. Um, and it's just a good idea to count because it, it makes your project more uniform. Now, anybody who does crochet or knit uh, would have noticed at the beginning I didn't mention a gauge. There is no gauge for this pattern because there's no specific yarn it tells you to use. It's a great project for scrap yarn, so gauge is not important. In this project, just I would say don't use a bulky weight yarn unless, you know, the person you're giving it to isn't planning on wearing it or they have a really big, big nose or um, something like that. This fits most noses um, according to the pattern instructions. And it does list uh, when you have to put the ear pieces on it does list child and adult sizes there are, I think about 10 chain stitches shorter like that child is about 10 stitches shorter than the adult but again if you have somebody with a really small head like I have a really small I would consider it a small head some people would say it's a big head but like if you have somebody who's small and they're an adult, you're going to want the child size because you want this to be a really good fit. You don't want it to be falling all over the place. It won't do anything to keep your nose warm then. So you're going to continue to make sure that your Stitch count is good as you go around. And then what you're going to do when you get to the end is the usual. Take the stitch with the stitch marker and slip your hook through it. Now you will notice if you're using a worsted weight yarn and the hook I'm using, like a four millimeter hook, that your gauge is definitely snug with this, which is what you want. You don't want the nose warmer to have too many holes in it or else it really won't work. And you will notice that you have a giant tip on the end. You will think you messed up. I thought I did too at first. No, that tip is because it's supposed to look like a carrot. Um, that's honestly where I'm planning on attaching the bell. So I'm so excited. I really am excited about this. Alrighty, so if you're done your row, let's go on to the next one. If not, pause this, finish off your row, and come back here when you're done. Alright, so now let's go on to row six. And what you're going to do for row six, it's a repeat of the first increase row you did back at row four. So you're going to put two single crochet in the first stitch and one single crochet in the next stitch. And by the end of your, and you're going to repeat that pattern till you get back to your stitch marker. And by the end, you should have 14 stitches 
in your little circle. So your circle is getting bigger. It obviously has to get bigger because it does have to go over the part of your nose that is quite big. You know, it's wide. So it needs to be able to comfortably stretch over that. And I suppose if you didn't think it would fit, you could adjust your stitch count. I have no idea how to do that. I'm not planning on doing that. So if that is something that you wanted to do to either make it bigger or smaller, you would honestly have to play around with the numbers and figure that out. I am not great with math. Um, I wouldn't even know how to uh, do that. So continue this. Um, and continue going around. I suppose, depending on what color you do, you could also say it's mini unicorn horn, too. If that would be something you'd be in. Alright, so now for row 7. It's pretty basic. What you're going to do, you're going to, again, put the hook through the stitch with the marker on it. And you're going to single crochet one in every stitch. And by the end, you should have 14 stitches because you're just adding to that increase that you're, you're not adding any. For, uh, you're just basically stitching into the increase that was made earlier. So you should have 14 stitches by the time that you're done. If you don't and you have a little less, that's where counting your stitches as you go comes in handy because you can realize that you're not going to have enough and that you're going to have to make a couple of increases with there shouldn't be increases to match the number. And that's okay if you have to do that. If you don't have to do that, then you're just going to keep going as normal and finish your row as normal and I will meet you guys when we all come back together for row number eight. Alrighty, so for row number um The next row, row number, it lost me. You're going to do one crochet, or two crochets, single crochets, in the first stitch and one in the second. Come on, row, row eight. That's the, the row. I uh, rec started recording and then I got a phone call. So it stopped my recording. And again, you're going to do one single crochet in the next stitch, and two single crochets in the next. And then for row nine, 
all you're going to do is do the same thing as you've previously done where you just single crochet for row number nine in all stitches a total for a total of 21 stitches so you're not increasing anything like that and then when you've completed both those rows we will meet back and I will tell you what to do okay so you've now done rows eight and nine and there is no row ten what you're going to do now is make the ear hole pieces and that is where it's different from adult for child so what you're going to do is like usual stick your hook through the um the the stitch with the stitch marker Wrap the yarn, and instead of making a single crochet, you're going to do a slip stitch. So take both loops that are on your hook already and pull them off and over. That. Now what you're going to do is chain stitch, like you did at the beginning, 42 for an adult and 32 for a child. When you get to that, you're going to fasten off, and then you're going to count 10 stitches over. Or not fast enough, sorry. When you get to that, you're going to um, slip stitch back into that stitch with the stitch marker on it. Then you're going to count 10 stitches over, reattach your yarn with a slip stitch, rechain your um, 42 or 32 chains, slip stitch again, then your nose warmer will be complete, and then I will move on to how you make the pom-pom. Okay, so as promised, I want to go over how to attach everything. So what you're going to do is you're going to first take your pom-pom maker, and you'll notice it's two circles on top of each other, and you'll see two things that look like arms on either side. You're going to pull those out, and then what you're going to do is take your yarn and wrap it around one of the sets of arms really, really tightly. And when you get as much wrapped as you want or as much as it can hold, you're going to take your yarn, your scissors, you're going to cut your yarn, you're going to fold it in, and then you're going to close the arms and do the same on the other side. And then once it's fully wrapped on that side, you're then going to take your yarn and do the same thing with the other side of arm. And then you're going to take your... Um, you're, you're going to cut your yarn again, then you're going to fold that up and you're going to take your scissors and you're going to cut along those ridges where your, 
where both basically arms are. You're going to cut where both arms are. And once both sides are cut and you have a little, it'll look like fringe, you then need to cut a long piece of yarn, tie your yarn off, tie it in a big knot, a couple of really tight knots. Then you're going to open up your pom-pom maker completely, take the, it apart, and there you have a pom-pom. And then you're going to repeat on the other side. And once they're off, you're going to attach it where you want it. I'm personally going to attach mine so that they can be moved to cover the ears, if that's so what this person who's wearing it wants. They might not want to have ear coverings. So they're going to have the option of ear coverings if they want them, and if they do, that's literally where their pom-poms are going to go. And then for the bell, I'm going to attach it to the tip. And all you're going to do is take one of your bells and just thread the yarn through the tip. As best you can. And then once that's done, um, you're just going to secure it with a knot. Make sure it's secured tight and nice and how you want it. And then you're done. That is the end of your fantabulous nose warmer. So I hope that this tutorial helped somebody somewhere make a beautiful nose warmer for whoever they want to make one for. I'm really looking forward to wearing one this winter. I'm really looking forward to giving these out as gifts. Um, right now, out of the people I'm making them for, only one person seems to be really, really excited. The rest are all like, yay. So I'm super, super, super thankful that that one person's in my life who's excited about it. Um, because that makes me actually making these worthwhile. Um, yeah, so I'm going to end this here. I don't really know what else to say. I'm not the tutorial type. I'm not great at doing these tutorials, but I figured I would try again. So if you guys do have any questions about how confusing this is, which it really isn't confusing. I'm just awful, awful, awful at explaining let me know and I can try and answer them as best as I can. Alrighty. So have a great day, everybody. Enjoy your beautifully made nose warmer. Enjoy gifting these to people. Bye.